2: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
0: From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michaels Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels
1: on this Friday as we talk a whole lot of football getting you ready for the weekend that's upcoming the Monday night contest between the Packers and the Falcons recapping the Brewers season as the Brewers bow out of the postseason and now have the offseason to uh, contemplate where they need to get better. Hopefully uh, we have an offseason that moves forward into spring training and it doesn't become contentious between the players and the owners. And Then we have a, either a postponement or a lockout or a strike or any kind of labor dispute that's going to you know, kind of impede the beginning of the season next year. But uh, a lot to get to today. Uh, we'll talk with Kevin Harlan, who is going to be on the call, the Westwood One radio call coming up on Monday night. At uh, Lambeau Field. This portion of the program being brought to you by our good friends over there at Schulze Family Beef. And Schulze Family Beef, they've been telling you, I've been telling you about uh, Schulze Family Beef for a while now. And uh, look, hey, they want to, they got a promotion going where they would like to give you a chance to win an awesome grilling package. They're going to be giving away a Traeger Bronson 20 grill. And it's courtesy of Schulze Ace Home Center. That's in Black River Falls. One bag of pellets, a case of the Fox Smokehouse Barbecue Sauce, and a three-pack of seasoning from Salty Provisions the contest open to the first 15 people that sign up and uh, get yourself the 6 or the 12 month uh, subscription and all you got to do is go to com, click on the st- uh, start shopping link and uh, all the contest details and such will pop up and uh, they'll be able to get you by the way they'll you know if you decide to get a grilling package you can also go to sholsyfamilybeef.com and pick yourself out steaks, chops, whatever it happens to be. They'll pack it in dry ice, send it right to your doorstep, and it comes in a couple of days. The same thing if you win the grill, the Traeger Grill Package, it'll be there in a couple of days. So, um, you know, you're, you're going to be good to go. And all you got to do is, again, go to Scholzefamilybeef.com. That is Schulze, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, Scholzefamilybeef.com. And uh, you can buy yourself either a 6th or a 12-month subscription. You can go and try it out. There's variety packs. There's beef sticks. uh, Many different things to try with our friends at com Again, Schulze, S-E-H-O-L-Z-E, com. We're efforting uh, Kevin uh, Harlan, who's going to be joining us coming up here shortly. Uh, A little piece of news says uh, Matt LaFleur actually said that wide receiver Alan Lazard's core injury happened in the game against the Saints. Called it unfortunate, but he added what an opportunity for other guys to now step up. I wonder if it was that long pass where he dove and uh, ended up, it, it looked rough, just the way he landed just before the end zone, just before the goal line. I wonder if that's the one he actually uh, got injured on. So, um, because it just looked like when he landed, he landed violently. I, I And I even thought to myself, man, how did that not hurt him? But apparently, maybe that was the play that did. But we'll wait and see uh, when it actually happened. We'll eventually hear from Alan Lazard, but it's a shame. And he's right. It's an opportunity um, for other guys to, to step up and to, to be able to, to make some plays because they're going to need it. Uh, joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, going to be on the call on Westwood One uh, coming up on Monday night. Also does a lot with the NFL on CBS, Turner Sports as well. Basketball, football, you name it. Kevin Harlan is now joining us. Kevin, how you been, buddy? I'm, I'm, I am am I apologize.
3: I'm late. I was uh, actually on a call with the NFL with this COVID thing. They're uh, they're talking to all the announcers in the league and we were on a call and I could not get off and I am so sorry. But great to be on with you, Bill, and I Can't wait to get up to Lambeau on on Monday night for that game. It should be fun.
1: I uh, I picture you on the call saying, "Commission, I got to go. Bills call." That's that's you know. Well, I'm thinking I have that too.
3: It was everybody underneath the commissioner. It was about seven people, and uh, it was the play-by-play guys for us at CBS, and uh, they're just outlining. You know, I had the Tennessee Pittsburgh game this weekend. Trent Green and I had the the Steelers at the Titans, and so we were directly affected by the cancellation. And um, it helped me with my weekend. My gosh, it just freed up a lot of a bad week coming up. I had that game in Nashville Sunday. I had Green Bay Monday night. I've got the game uh, Buccaneers in Chicago Thursday, and then I'm at New England on Sunday, then New Orleans on Monday. So this is like a really busy week. And to have one of the games taken away was kind of some very good fortune. Unfortunately, it came with the cancellation of the game and the COVID cases and everything else. But they're just kind of going over what, what the league is doing right now. And basically, the message was, and this is just fresh off the press, is is that they're you know they're they're tightening uh, their resolve. They're they're uh, 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 it, it's it's been kind of an honor system when these players leave their facilities. But the bottom line is, it's got to be even more, I mean, you've got to be even more accountable. And they're they're really, they're going to just tighten the regulations and rules around these teams. This is what they were fearing, but this is what they were prepared for. And there's a reason why, through one month of the season, we've only had one team get affected. And clearly, someone from the Titans broke protocols. Clearly, mm-hmm. they did something, whether without a mask or in a group, I don't know what it was, but clearly that's what happened, because... No one from the Vikings has it, who they played last week. And uh, it's it's going through that team. And someone broke their uh, their honor system, and, and they got caught. So uh, they're paying the price. And the league is just buckling down now with the teams. Hey, listen, we've had a month of success. Don't let it get to our heads. we can't. We got to be vigilant. And that was the message they just sent out.
1: It is great that the story has not to this point been COVID. It's actually been about the play on the field. And I'm sitting here watching the NFL Network now, and I'm watching – all the prolific highlights of this Packers offense and what they have going on. And now the speculation, whether or not Devontae Adams will play, obviously the injury to Alan Lazard, losing Equinemia St. Brown. Uh, Kevin, you've seen this team up close and personal. How many more blows can the offense take before it just can't, you know, you can't just have Aaron Rodgers. He can't throw passes to himself and, and you know, and be able to make this offense move. Well,
3: I would have said this last year, Bill, and we kind of saw a little bit of it, didn't we? We saw some injuries and guys that were out for a while, and consequently he was kind of left uh, with one arm time behind his back. That being said, uh, the optics tell me, and just watching New Orleans and watching the other games they've played, this team, their their body language in this offense is completely different. To me, Rodgers is completely, he seems like he's so at ease. Uh, you know, I don't know what they, I don't know if it's a new girlfriend. I don't know if it's a new offense. I don't know. I don't know right. what it is. But he is. He is to me, and just by watching, like he is so comfortable. I think. I think you know the, the second year in a system, being around these guys, the defense. You know, because they incorporated those two playmaking guys. To play in the box last year, and now they're in their second year with the defense. Everything just looks much more calm and confident. Like, they just look different. I, and maybe if you watch them every day in practice, it, it, you're, you're more numb to it. But for someone like me, who's not at every practice, certainly, and did not see them in the preseason because there was none, and normally does, I mean, I just I feel like from an outsider looking in or looking toward them, they look different. They just look they, they just look like a, a, a different group to me. So, yeah, he's missing some targets. And, uh, you know, they've got pass-catching running backs. They've got, you know, tight ends. They've got, you know, a couple guys. You just saw, the you know, a blocking tight end make a terrific catch in New Orleans. And he's not mm-hmm. known for his pass-catching. He can, he, we, as we saw. Uh, we know he, he's a veteran. Uh, but they're breaking in the other two guys now, too. You know, Jace is, is now a part of this. And Tonyan cut his pass. So, I mean, uh, they, they've got more options than just those receivers. Yeah, you'd like to have them healthy, but even though they're not there, I, I think the offense and the comfortable feel that Rodgers has in it and the comfortable way the coach calls the plays for the quarterback, I, I just think they're all just like on such a different level than they would have been at this time last year, this early in the season. Oh my goodness. I thought, uh oh, you know, uh-uh, I, I feel completely opposite. I say, I say, yeah, kind of. They said, well, they'll stretch their legs here a little bit. They'll they'll kind of expand things, and they'll have to think a little bit outside the box and play on the edge a little bit more. But that's okay. Uh, I I think they're ready for it, and I, I think this is a great a great chance to do that. So I I feel as confident as if they had Devonte and 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 had uh, Equinemius and had all these other guys that they're not going to have right now. You know, you, you hate to lose. You know, uh, you know Allen, who's who really kind of come out of no place in a practice squad over the last two years, and become a guy that Rodgers seeks, but uh, he's gone. That's all right. We, we got other guys here. That's that's what that's what championship teams do. They always have a next-man-up mentality, and I, I feel that's what the Packers will face on Monday.
1: I'm talking with Kevin Harlan, NFL and CBS, Turner Sports and Westwood One, going to be on the call on Monday night at Lambeau Field. And you, you talk about what that's what championship teams do. I, I would have probably put the Packers at maybe third, fourth, Fifth, even depending on how some of these teams would have started in the NFC, I thought Dallas would have been better. I certainly think that Tampa Bay is going to be uh, somebody who has some say in it before it's all said and done. Certainly, what Russell Wilson's doing out in Seattle. But if I had to pick the top couple of teams, I might say there. One, they all have flaws in the NFC, and two, I never would have expected the the Vikings to be this bad this early. I never would have expected the the Bears to be three and zero. And I'm thinking to myself, Kevin, why not the Packers? I, I think they have an incredible quarterback. I think they've got a tremendous system. It seems like Russell Wilson is trying to do everything himself, even including Will, that defense, to get better. I think the Packers have enough to be right now considered the, the, the best team in the NFC. Do you agree? Yep, I do. I, I am on board with that as of right now. It's a very uh, short sample
3: uh, that we've been able to watch, but I do feel that. Um and I'm trying to be as objective as I possibly can. But I will tell you that uh, they, they, they the, the most confident team, and it was affirmed on Monday night, is Kansas City. The Chiefs, and I'm talking overall now, the, the Chiefs are playing like a champion. If there was ever a game they were going to blink, it was Monday in Baltimore, I think is the second-best team in the AFC and perhaps one of the top four teams in all of pro football. And I saw a team blink and stutter in in Baltimore, and I had just done them the week before in Houston for CBS, and they were they just toyed with the Texans, who are one of the top five teams in the AFC. Were. Now I don't think they are, but were. So I I thought Baltimore, I I, I left the the, uh, building on last Sunday in Texas and said, I think Baltimore is really going to get the Chiefs a run for their money. And then I watch Monday and think, what, what? that's a completely different team, whether they're in awe of the Chiefs. I know that was their third consecutive loss to them here recently. But, but they, the Chiefs look just like head and shoulders above everybody. That doesn't mean they're going to go undefeated. But, they, but if I were going to pick another team or two that looks like that, I'd put the Packers, and again, just the optics watching in New Orleans, they have that same look about him, and I think a lot of it comes from Aaron. I think a lot of it stems from the fact that that he looks different to me. I, I don't know what it, I don't know what it is. I, he just he, his answers sound different when he's asked. You know, when he has his weekly thing, uh, post game they sound a little bit different. He he just he looks different to me. Is uh, you know I, I, I don't know I I yeah I, I Seattle is terrific. And Wilson is the guy that makes them that way. If you take Wilson off of that team, I I think they're a very different ball club. But he is almost a singular talent and one guy that makes the whole team go. And I don't want to diminish Aaron in that regard because I think he is as much a linchpin as any single player. But but I think Wilson is such uh, that for the Seahawks, whereas I think the Packers overall have an overall – better feel as a team, strength, depth um, in the system for multiple years. I, they just seem different that way. And so I would I would pick them as right now the number one team. I thought Dallas might be a little bit better, but for whatever reason it's taken a little bit longer. And listen, Mike has Mike taken that system, and he is really maneuvering. And it may not be as evident to just the pedestrian fan, but if you dig inside what they're doing – They're running things differently. He's trying to teach the quarterback a little, as Aaron would attest and and Favre would attest. Like, he teaches them the position differently than almost any other coach in the league. So Prescott is going through some different things right now. And I don't believe in Chicago quite yet. For whatever reason, um, they've had to come from behind, and they've done it dramatically, and there's something to be said about that. But when you live on the edge that many times, sometimes you're going to get bit. And I don't feel that with the Packers. So, I, yeah, I'd put the Packers one. And if I am going to pick my top four in pro football, I'd pick the Chiefs. You know, Pittsburgh is interesting. They're undefeated, but now they've been canceled this, this weekend. Mm-hmm. But the Chiefs, and, and, I, and, I, and I wouldn't put Green Bay too far from them, short sample size, but that is what my eyes tell me early in the season.
1: Kevin, great to talk to you. I certainly appreciate it. Uh, I well, with nothing uh, going on on Sunday, I would assume in Door County, everybody's getting their leaves raked by one Kevin Harlan. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, well my, actually, my wife
3: and I are flying up and getting a week up there, and we couldn't. I got to drive to Chicago and do the Thursday game with Brady against the Bears. Um, and we're, but we're 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 back up, and we love fall in Wisconsin and listen to the Bill Michaels show. So it's a great, I'm raking leaves and listening to you, so that's a pretty good that's a pretty good one-two punch.
1: <laughs> that's a, well, it's a punch. I'll just go with that. Uh, Kevin, it's always a pleasure, buddy. I appreciate your time. Thanks for taking Thanks, a couple Bill. of minutes, and we look forward to seeing you soon, okay?
3: Take care. Be good. Bye-bye. Thanks,
1: buddy. Talk to you later. There you go. That is uh, Kevin Harlan joining us, uh, NFL on CBS, Turner Sports, Westwood One play-by-play. Going to be on the call on Monday night, down on Thursday night. For the, for the Bears game as well, and it's just great to talk to him, as always. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider, hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. They've been doing it 85-plus years they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. So uh, the Brewers' season comes to an end. Uh, real quick, uh, in the next segment, I want to get your thoughts on summing up the Brewers' season, and if you had to look forward, what would you want to see? Okay, summing up the Brewers' season, what would you take away and what do you want to see coming into next season? Now, if you just think about it, give it to me. If you're a Brewers fan or maybe a casual fan of just baseball, um, watching the Brewers play in this uh, 60-game season, what you witnessed this year, what you take away from it, and what do you want to see going into 2021? Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is next.
0: Wisconsin wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
1: On a Friday, welcome back to the program. The Bill Michael Show continues on. Don't forget, coming up after the game on Monday night, it's the Green and Gold Postgame Show on many of these same stations. Yours truly, Gary Ellison, the former Packer and Badger running back. We break it down, and uh, then after the uh, the bewitching hour of midnight, it's Radio Joe Zinzola with uh, Green and Gold OT. With Green and Gold Show coming up, uh, Green and Gold Postgame Show immediately following Green Bay and Atlanta on Monday night. And if for whatever reason you don't get it on one of the uh, affiliate stations that you're listening to right now, then make sure you download the Radio.com app. You can hear it on your phone, you can put it through speakers in your house, you can uh, find it on your Alexa, whatever it happens to be. But download the Radio.com app, and uh, you can find us there. And it's it's look, we get listeners all over the world that listen to us on the app and on the stream. So, uh, or you can just go to BillMichaelSports.com and you can stream it. Uh, that way as well. So um, there's just plenty of ways to get a hold of us uh, after, after the game. And uh, the Packers' final game before they go into the bye week. So a big one coming up. We'll talk more about this Packers and Falcons matchup coming up here in just a few. But I, I just wanted to kind of touch real quick. Uh, as the Brewers' season comes to an end, I wanted to know what you took away from this season. And then what you're looking for or what you're hoping for, or maybe what your wish list would be going into next season. So, I think th- there, there's three things. There's three things that I I, I want to say. One, I took away from this season. One is, I thought Craig Council did a magnificent job. I, I know many of you may disagree because of the outcome and the fact that they did end up two games under 500. However, I think that he got the most out of a bad situation, if that makes sense. The hitting was not there. I, You know, I mean, playing with the lineups and such, uh, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of that, but the fact that the team kept fighting now, down the stretch, they stunk up the joint and still found a way to get into the postseason. Only winning three of their last eight, that's not a way you want to get into the postseason. You, you basically entered the postseason with absolutely zero momentum. Other than the fact that you got to celebrate watching another team lose, and putting shirts on to say, respect us, no. It doesn't work that way. You got usually you got a win to get in, and they didn't. They won enough games over the period of time, but when they had to and they really had to put the pedal to the metal, they couldn't do it. That's why I don't think we really – we had hope. Sure we had hope, but I don't think we had that expectation of response that uh, we would see this all of a sudden you know, really come to fruition against the Dodgers. And, again, I had hope and maybe dream a little bit, It's kind of like when you buy a lottery ticket and the lottery is up to like $300 million. You can dream a little bit, and you have hope, but in reality you kind of know eh, the likelihood of this happening is just it's few and far between. So we were hoping to hit the lottery in the postseason, and obviously our tickets are all duds. So what I took away was I thought council did a, a, a solid job. Uh, I think the pitching staff has really good cornerstones. And I hope that Williams, I hope that Corbin Burns, they can come back, they can pick up where they left off. Uh, Woodruff obviously is solid. Uh, Hader is still Hader. You know, I, I think they've got some solid pieces in that in that in, in their pitching staff. I think they need to to get another piece. You got to go out and get yourself a little bit of what I would consider to be insurance. Um, so there's three areas that I think. First of all, you're going to get Lorenzo Cain back. Uh, in addition to that, I think you really, we've been talking about a first base position solidly since pretty much Prince Fielder left. Prince was always your first baseman. He was okay defensively, not great, but you always knew you were going to have that stick in the lineup every day. That was your first baseman. This has been an experimental process for numerous people to play first. It's like, ah, put that other glove on him, throw him over there. That, that's kind of what first base has been, first base has been for a while. So I think they need to solidify that, and then third base, obviously, as well. Uh, I think there's some promise, but I, I think you need you need some additions uh, on this team. I I Kesten has got to go away and figure out strikeouts. Uh, get get video looks of his at bats and figure out the strikeouts. He's going to give you some power numbers, but but man, you'd like to see him hit for a little bit better OPS, a little bit better average. Um. So I think, you know, if I had to look at things, I'd say, you know, you got to shore up your catching position a little bit better, uh, obviously your first base, third base, and then maybe add a starter. Uh, and that's going to then beg the question, how much money are you going to be willing to spend? You know, because if Ryan Braun isn't coming back, you're going to save that 18, 19 million bucks. So what are you going to do? Are, are you going to spread it out over seven guys and, and basically get what you pay for with each and hope to catch lightning in a bottle? Or are you going to kind of put your money where your mouth is and, and try to go in a different direction, and try to really solidify a couple of pieces, and and I don't want to say go for it, but really put this team together that's gonna that that going into the season you're gonna look at and say has an absolute positive legitimate chance uh, of winning their division and moving forward. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Go ahead and give us a shout, and then um, when we come back. Um, what I would like to see, uh, coming up on Monday night. We're going to get into that as well. So you can talk Brewers, you can talk Packers, but I really think that, uh, coming up on Monday night, the question is about Devontae Adams, about this offense. Would you or would you not play him? How do you feel about going into this contest? Not necessarily predictions. We'll get into that coming up on Monday, but we'll get into all of that discussion. That is coming up next. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. They have the 555 five, five deal. The 555 five, five deal is this five years. Five years. It's been extended, by the way. Five years, no interest. Five months before your first payment, plus 5% bonus savings. That is the five-five-five deal. And the bonus savings applies to windows, doors, and installation. And those old, leaky windows, that squeaky patio door that's hard to open, not secure, and just looks ugly, you can replace them. You can replace them right now and feel more secure, more energy efficient, add value to your home. Don't put it off. Replace them now and get 5% bonus savings on top of Five years, no interest, and five months before your first payment. And that's not until at least uh, February of 2021. You can Pella now and pay later, as they say, plus the bonus savings if you order by October 15th. So you still got some time, 13 days to go before that uh, that deal runs out. Stop by your nearby showroom or the Pella Experience Center, or you can set up your free consultation. Free consultation right now at PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Brewers, what are you hoping to see? What would you take away? We'll talk more about Monday night contest between the Packers and the Falcons as well. Also coming up after the t- or after uh, the next break, we got the new mail heads of plays of the week. And then after the top of the next hour, we're going to go into a whole hour of football and baseball breakdown. Kevin Holden from CBS 58 is going to be here. Then our good buddy Mike Clemens, our green and gold insider, is going to be here, and we'll take it the rest of the way with him. Stay tuned. A whole lot more of the Bill Michaels Show is up next.
0: You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Everyone needs a run away, run
1: away. the bill michaels show brought to you by our friends at bud light the official beer sponsor of the bill michaels sports talk network and by bud light seltzer unquestionably good Coming in flavors of cranberry, grapefruit, pineapple, and strawberry. Go to BudLight.com to see all that they have to offer. Welcome back. Glad to have you. We continue on. Um, I had asked a question over on Facebook or over on Twitter, and I was talking about it a little bit with a few people and said, uh, you know, what are you going to do? You got Lazard out for the next four weeks at least. And if Devonta Adams is not 100%, I don't think i play him. Uh, Tim says, amen, especially going on old bye week. Let him rest up. Uh, Steve says, agree, bring back the whitewater Jesus for a few weeks uh, as a stopgap. Now, he is over on the Buffalo Bills practice squad. Um, uh, Savada Mata said, run the ball 60 times, three backs, and then chuck it a few times to the tight ends and call it a day. Uh, Jamal says, I think the Packers can win without either. Lazard or Devontae Adams, I think they have enough. And Aaron Rodgers has been spreading the ball around so well, I don't fear this defense. The defense is not good. They, they they can get a pass rush, but the fact that Aaron Rodgers has been so quick at getting rid of the football and the offensive line has held up so well, I don't necessarily fear their pass rush. Uh, but, look, it, it only takes one time for somebody to cut, get through while you're trying to wait for somebody to get open downfield. That's the reason I, I was saying earlier – You don't need Marquez Valdez Scantling to be great. You need him to be good and to at least um, give you downfield ability once or twice in the game. Um, You you just, you know, because look, you've got Darius Shepard and Malik Taylor. Those guys have a catch between them. You could probably see Tyler Irvin used. Um, you know, obviously you're going to see Mercedes Lewis and Robert Tanyan and Jay Sternberger and such. Uh, those guys are going to get used, but you're really relying now on Marquez valdez Scantling, Darius Shepard, Malik Taylor, Tyler Irvin. You're relying on that's the name. That's your receiving core coming into this ball game. I don't know, and like I said, if he's 95%, you believe that there is very, very, very minimal risk of uh, Devontae Adams hurting that leg again. Re-injuring that hamstring, I, I'm all for it. Go ahead and play him. If guys can play, they play. I mean, there's no doubt about that. But if he's only say 80 percent and he hasn't really tested it yet, as he said in his presser the other day, said he really hasn't gone out and done all. I don't know that. I, I don't know that I risk it because if you you pull that thing again, it's going to be four weeks, five weeks before he's back. I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can deal with that. I mean I hate to say it's not a throwaway game. I'm not conceding a, a loss here, but I, I I I it would really take a monumental effort to get the win without him, but I believe the Packers have enough to do so. Eight five five, eight three zero, eight six, four eight, eight five five, eight three zero, eight six, four eight. Um Yavi says, I can tell you that I was impressed by Kershaw's gem last night. I think the Brewers need some help offensively. The first base position is a sieve. Uh, and they keep rotating guys in and out as if somebody's going to fix that each and every year. You can't do it on a stopgap measure. You have to actually pay somebody to be your first baseman. I think they need one more starting pitcher. And I can't wait for Lo Kane to come back. But this is the backside of his career. How good is he really going to be? Um... Eight five five eight three zero eight six four. If you want to chime in, go ahead and do it. Um, Landock says uh, the front office had a chance to make this team better, uh, but will they? No. Uh, talking about Brian Gutekinst. Um Bazooka DHB says they won in New Orleans without him. I say bring up the practice squad wide receivers and go with that. But but remember they had Alan Lazard. So without Devontae Adams, I agree with you. They won in New Orleans without him. I 100% agree. But you had Lazard having his biggest game of his career. Uh, He says, then we have a bye coming up. Let everybody rest up. And this is perfect timing for all of this. Uh, Game Time says, I think the Brewers are destined to spend some money, but we know Marc Antanasio will not. Uh, He got Christian Yelich on the cheap. He's getting rid rid of Ryan Braun's contract. You're basically trading one for the other and now go back to playing a catch-lightning-in-a-bottle baseball. That's where we are. Uh, the Chrome Diva says, I think Mark Antanasio is going to tighten the purse strings. This year has been hard on many, but because we rely so much on the fans, I think it's going to hurt the spending capabilities of the Milwaukee Brewers. Look for this team to get better in a couple of years, not next. Uh, 855-830-8648. Regarding Devonte Adams, uh, Scott says over on Twitter, I wouldn't risk it, we have the bye week coming up. Next player up, let's go win. Go Pack Go. Um, Zach says, what about going out and getting a guy like Antonio Brown, bring him in now, get him up to speed? He's suspended when he comes back. Remember that. The NFL, it's not like you can pick Antonio Brown up today and all of a sudden he's playing on Monday night. That's not going to happen. So that uh, that idea goes out uh, out the window. Um, eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Matt writes one more here, uh, real quick in the Wendy's email inbox. He says a couple of things. I would not play Devontae Adams this coming Monday night. It's going to be cooler out. That doesn't bode well for hamstrings. As far as the Brewers go, I have a lot of faith in David Stearns and finding a couple of guys that will perform well. And when he admits his mistakes, he cuts them loose and says next man up. I think the pitching staff only is one guy away. I think we are really solid in that area. We just need to get back to the norm. Christian Yellich and Lorenzo Kane will hit the ball better next year. I expect big things from Keston Hira. They just need to find a little more consistency. All my faith is in their skipper. He's a good dude. Go Wisconsin. And there you go. Uh, eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. When we come back, at the new mail heads up plays of the week, this portion of the program being brought to you by good friends over there at Van Horn Automotive. They want to buy your car. They have dealerships both in Wisconsin and in Iowa. They continue to grow in Wisconsin, and they want to buy your vehicle. And all you got to do is take it in. No pressure to buy a new car or anything. If you want to sell it, sell it. Uh, get rid of all the other problems with selling a car yourself, such as people that just come and look at it, or all the paperwork that goes with it. They'll go ahead and take care of it for you. Or if you do want to buy a new one or a used one or you want to find one or you want to finance your servicing, whatever it happens to be, they can do it, whether it's in person or online. Go to vanhornauto.com. That's vanhornauto.com. I have trusted them now four different times with four different vehicles and love the experience each and every time. And I've had service done. Uh, I had the the Genesis uh, just serviced not too long ago. They found a problem, fixed it right away. And uh, they also uh, have taken care of all the trucks. So the service department has been really, really good. I can't uh, say say enough about all of that. And they make sure the service departments and the waiting areas and all the lounge areas and such for you and me are really, really clean when it comes to being CDC compliant. So good things going on at Van Horn Auto. Van Horn Auto, they are family-born and employee-owned. VanHornauto.com. That's VanHornauto.com. When we come back, it's time for the new mail. Heads Up Plays of the Week. Stay tuned right after this.
0: Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin, Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. Packers receiver Alan Lazard out indefinitely,
3: undergoing surgery to repair a core muscle injury this week. Lazard just had the best game of his career, 146 yards in receptions against the Saints when he made this statement.
1: I mean, this is football. We, we, We play uh, a very violent game, you know, Injuries are are bound to happen.
3: Packers head coach Matt Lafleur had high praise for Lazard.
1: It's just that grit, tenacity, the trust that we have in Allen to come through no matter what the task. Uh, he's he's definitely is a guy that has earned everything he's gotten in this game.
3: The Packers host the Falcons Monday night, who blew a 16-point lead at home against the Bears to fall to 0 3. Falcons head coach Dan Quinn. We had our chances uh, at the end, whether it's uh, taking an interception, making a tackle. You know when those plays come, you've got to deliver. When you don't, you know, those are the consequences.
0: That's the Falcons' Dan Quinn in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show.
1: Time now for the New Mail Heads Up Plays of the Week. And uh, we bring them to you. Number one, uh, big play. This might be the one in which he got hurt on. Alan Lazard, that 72-yard reception. Here its is.
0: Three
1: is. 3-19. Third try. post to trigger.
0: Third and ten. Two incompletions. Shot down field. Lazard got to it. Can he get all the way home? Lazard inside the ten. Down to the three. Second home run shot. Beat P.J. Williams. It's a gain of 72.
1: There you go. That is Lazar with 72 yards downfield, courtesy of uh, of the uh, Sunday Night Crew, uh, which is uh, the NBC crew. Mike Tirico, right there. Number two, Radio Joe. What you got? Same game. How about Mercedes Lewis? And I'm actually happy the officials did not call a push there. I thought they were going back and forth. He makes this crazy catch.
0: Nineteen. Finish.
1: Thirty-two.
0: Lewis was covered by Jenkins. It was back to him. Lewis caught it. great adjustment. Touchdown! That had to be a push off. At least from here, it looked like a push off. And Jenkins was saying it right away as well. Wow, you
1: cannot review pass interference anymore. I thought for sh- maybe I'm wrong. It looked like a push off live. It did not look like a push off. When they went back to the, the videotape, because he didn't use that arm to extend, so to speak. So, uh, anyway, long story short, it was a touchdown, and it stood. Number three, Orlando Arcia goes yard in game one against the Dodgers. And the 0 2 to Arcia. That ball
0: is ripped to left field. He thinks he may have got it. And he did. A two run shot, Orlando Arcia. And just like that, the Brewers are back within a run.
3: And that's the focus, that's the potential that I was talking about earlier. Postseason, this guy gives you quality at bat all the time. And Orlando with a big home run right there. Creeping up right now on the Dodgers with two outs in the top of the fourth inning. A lot of baseball left. And the Brew Crew celebrating this one. Again, missing his spot. Walker Buehler knows it. Pitch down in the zone. And so does
1: Orlando. Orlando Arcia, ESPN, Eduardo Perez and company there with the call. And that is your new mail heads up plays of the week. Orlando Garcia has been solid in the postseason. There's no doubt about that, especially over the last couple of postseasons. He's been one of the guys that has hit in clutch situations. Uh, The Brewers just offensively just couldn't get out of their own way uh, yesterday, again last night, and uh, unfortunately their season comes to an end. But that's the New Mail Heads Up Plays of the Week, brought to you by our friends over at New Mail Medical Center. If you've been binge eating, binge watching, not active, if you've been putting on weight, do what I did, call them. If you're lethargic, if you're packing on the pounds, jumpstart the All-in-One Weight Loss Program with our friends over at New Mail Medical Center. Call them today. They have locations in Milwaukee and in Green Bay. One phone number, though, 414-455. 4451 again 414-455-4451 give them a shout and uh, i know a lot of you guys kind of fell into the same rut you might be experiencing a little bit of weight gain they can help you out or if it's uh you know the brain fog and low energy could be low t they can help you out there as well or the uh the reindeer games in the boudoir (laughs) they can help you out there uh with some ed treatments uh, don't forget, go to our friends at Newmel Medical Center, 414-455-4451. I am going to be interested, coming up here in just a little bit, uh, you got the Cubs and the Marlins today. That game was postponed from yesterday because of the rain and because of the inclement weather and all the things that we were having where in some of our area we would have sunshine and, and warmer weather and then all of a sudden it would storm and we had hail and then mist and then it would go back to being nice. And we, we saw the radar. It just looked like pop green popcorn all over the radar. Well, that was also down in Chicago yesterday, so the Cubs and the Marlins got pushed back to today. It's going to be sunny and 52 for a high at Wrigley, as a Sixto Sanchez takes on U Darvish and the Cubs. Uh, the Miami Marlins lead that series one game to none, so they're looking to close things out. In the meantime, coming up later on tonight, seven o'clock or excuse me, six o'clock Central Time, seven o'clock Eastern, the Cardinals and the Padres. They are tied up at one game apiece. Jack Flaherty goes tonight for the Cardinals. Uh, they have not announced as of right now who the starter is going to be for the Padres coming up tonight. The Padres out in San Diego looking to uh, win that series and send the Cardinals home. Otherwise, the Cardinals looking to do the exact same uh, to the Padres. So it should be rather interesting today as uh, some some possibilities for closing out series come to reality. If the Marlins get a win, it's over. If the Cubs get a win, they go to game three and uh, that will happen again down at Wrigley Field. That would then be tomorrow. So there you have it. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away, take a break. And when we come back after the top of the hour, we are going to talk with our good buddy Kevin Holden, making his weekly visit, uh, sports director of CBS 58 in Milwaukee and Telemundo. We're going to kind of recap uh, the Brewers season. We'll talk some Packers football as well. And then it's all Packers all the time. Our good buddy Mike Clemens, our Green and Gold Insider, NFL Serious Radio. Mike is going to stop by and close things out with us on a Friday and get you ready for the weekend, and then we're all going to reconvene back here on Monday as uh, we all get a chance to chit-chat a little bit. Hey, I did want to remind you, I said it a little bit earlier, uh, Sloppy Joe's, great place, a true Wisconsin bar out in Hubertus uh, on Hubertus Road, uh, a tremendous place in the Richfield area. they got a motorcycle ride coming up this weekend. If you're not doing anything, I encourage you, maybe get out, do some social distancing that way, but it's for a really good cause. Uh, they're going to benefit uh, – his, his ride this year is going to benefit the Fisher House, Wisconsin, so – uh, if you can go out and be a part of it coming up on Sunday, go for it. Uh, we'd love to see you participate. Going to go ahead and take a quick break. Come back. More of the Bill Michaels Show coming up after this.
0: Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
2: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact.